It is a technological world. He's Vancouver's coolest dad, Blaine Kylo, is here with us. A beautiful day, we are told, according to our weatherman, BK, in Vancouver today. Did you uh, get your Patagonia self outside? It was such a nice day. We've had a couple of them now. And it seems to me that we're hitting that time of year where when it's nice in Vancouver, it means it's crummy in southern Alberta and vice versa. Mm. So does does the fact that we had a nice day mean that it was crummy there? No, it was beautiful. Okay. That was beautiful here today, too. It wasn't hot. It was uh, it was warm. I don't know, probably 20 degrees, beautiful sunny day. And uh, no, it was good. But your take point, him, take statistically speaking... Him. Yeah, statistically speaking, I do believe that you're very accurate with that. So, <laughs> very cool stuff. Blaine Kylo and solocore.com. Uh, if you want to follow along, he's got the blog there and all of the info about the things that we will talk about, shared at shiftheads.ca as well. We do gaming, we do technology and more. Now, I'm not a gamer. I do enjoy playing from time to time. In fact, I would say that I'm probably the best guy to game with because my turn is usually really short. So um, where are we going to go today, Blaine Kylo? Are we going to new announcements of games in time for Christmas or just cool experiences that you've had playing at home with yourself and with your kids? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of games that we've talked about before that I've played before that are arriving on new systems. And so it's going to open up opportunities for players on other systems. And the first I want to talk about is Deathloop. This is a, a repeating day game, so it's a first-person shooter where you kind of wake up in the shoes of this character and you have no idea what's going on. And as you play through the game, you'll die and the whole game kind of starts over again. And it really is like Groundhog Day or any other repeating day movie or TV show that you've seen where you're going through some of the same things, but every time you go through, you learn something else new, you figure something else out, you get another power, and over time, you get to where you're actually solving this mystery of what's really going on here, and you're figuring out the story as you go. Um, so Deathloop was originally a PlayStation exclusive, but it was made by Arcane, which is a Bethesda studio, and you'll remember last year, Microsoft bought Bethesda, and so we were kind of waiting for the time when Deathloop was going to show up on Xbox, and it's happened. It's part of Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Series X and S. All of those Xbox gamers out there, you want to really get yourself onto uh, the system so that you can play Deathloop. And are we having sound problems again? Yeah, we are. We're going to call you right now. Blaine Kylo and SoloCore.com, if you want to check it out. He's also on the Twitter, too, uh, chatting about the games and all the things. I think the cool part about all of these game things is the ability to take uh, different kinds of games, uh, the games that are these first-person games that you live into. Uh, I don't even know the names of them, the more classic games that go linear style. And then there's these storyline games that are in the world today. Not all games are mega warfare, um, you know, like shoot 'em up games. Not all of them are. Now, some of them are uh, kind of shoot 'em up games, but not all of them. Now, Ryan O'Donnell, um, we went shopping for uh, video games online. I don't know if you wanted to tell Blaine that we uh, we were driving Blaine uh, back from Banff on Friday, and I gave Ryan my, my phone, and I gave him uh, my account, and Ryan went shopping. Tell Blaine what you bought on my account, Ryan. Well, it was my first online auction experience, and I was able to get Elden Ring 
for uh, for the low low price of twenty seven dollars, I think, where that's an eighty dollar game brand new. So, uh, yeah, that might actually be a decent option if you're trying to buy some games. I don't know if it works yet. I don't have it in hand, but still, twenty seven bucks for an eighty dollar game, pretty good. Yeah, that's a game that you can spend a lot of time playing, a lot of hours of entertainment mm-hmm. playing Elden Ring. That's for sure. Good stuff. Blink Hilo, solocore.com. What else have we got on your list here? What else are we look forward to this fall? Yeah, something else. Hardspace Shipbreaker, which was originally just available on computer, has now arrived on the console. So you can play it on your Xbox Series X and S and PS5. This is the game, the space simulation game that was developed in Vancouver at Blackbird Interactive. Um, something new to play, it literally arrived yesterday, is Return to Monkey Island. This is the game uh, It started off like 30 years ago as uh, almost a point-and-click adventure game starring Guybrush Threepwood. This is sort of a real goofy game um, where Guybrush is wanting to become a pirate. And so there were two games, and Return to Monkey Island 30 years later is the uh, next game in the trilogy available for the Nintendo Switch. And an announcement that came out yesterday was one of the secret projects that we knew was going on at Electronic Arts' Motive Studios. Iron Man is one of the games that's in development at the Montreal and Toronto studios. And this is an interesting example of Electronic Arts maybe announcing a game that's in development earlier than they normally would have because they're using the fact that they're working on an Iron Man game for Marvel as a way to recruit staff. So one of the reasons that this announcement was made was so that they could promote all of the people that they would need to come and work on this blockbuster game in development in Montreal and Toronto. It's funny, those employment politics, eh? Just kind of working the system, making sure everyone's excited, get everybody in place on uh, on what's going on there. The games are fun when you play them with your friends. That's one of the most appealing things. Now, it's not like you're getting together, going for a walk, and you're super present with each other, like, you know, old school riding your bikes in the park, but some generations, they might not be in person together. They are playing together online, and Call of Duty is giving another chance for people to do that. Very popular game. Yeah, it, it really is. And you know what? I think that if you played regularly with a group of guys or people, not necessarily guys, you would find it's a lot more like riding your bikes through the park than you think. It is quite an immersive experience. It's something that I don't really get a chance to do too much because I don't really have that kind of a distributed group of friends um, that all play. So when I got an opportunity to try out Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer beta that happened last weekend, um, I really wanted to make sure that the experience was being tried out by people who could fully appreciate it. So I enlisted a fire team. They call themselves geriatrics, which is like spelt with an <laughs> R-I-X, kind of like an asterisk obelisk uh, pun, which I thought was very clever. These guys have been playing together for years. Um, the early beta was only available on PlayStation, which is convenient because that's the system that these guys are playing on. Some of them are on PS4, some are on PS5. And their report back on their early multiplayer experience with Modern Warfare 2 is that this is definitely something that they're going to be picking up. One of the mm-hmm. things that they noted was different from other Call of Duty games is the maps. So the environments in which these battles take place, where you've got one team versus another, 
the, these maps that they're called are really crucial to the experience. And what geriatrics have reported in is that the multiplayer maps in Modern Warfare 2 are completely different. The traditional design is you kind of have three lanes, a sort of a left lane, a center lane, and a right lane. And the objective then is to sort of figure out where you can overpower the other team down one of the lanes. But Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is kind of thrown out out the window. It's much more open, much more complicated maps. That was something that geriatrics really appreciated. They also really appreciated that the movement through these environments was something different. So there's now sliding and diving actions that they can take as characters. They can hang off ledges. And they can also take those avatars into the water, either for stealth or as an escape. So there's a whole bunch of new movement options that are a part of Modern Warfare 2. They did have a complaint about the interface. So the, the, the menus that are in place for you to sort of move through the game and get to where you want to do it, where you want to play and how you want to configure things. And this is a complaint that I've heard and I've read elsewhere is that the interface for making your way through Modern Warfare 2 is something that people are really having a difficulty with. Whether or not the developers at Infinity Ward have time to make adjustments to that before the game releases on October 28th, probably not. It's only a month away, so that might be a complaint that carries forward into the full release of the game. Okay. That's gaming with Blaine Kylo, solocore.com, some technology stuff. You don't have to, um, if you want to get into the world of podcasting and all those things, you don't have to do it uh, like we do it here, which the old broadcast gear is kind of fancy with encoders and multi-bonded uh, connections and all these things. Like what I do it uh, because of the radio, I actually have three connections to the radio station at any given time because if the power kicks out or if the router goes down, the Internet reboots, whatever, I stay on. But if you want to get started, you can get started, and it's not so so difficult today. Yeah, easier and easier all the time. And even though people are moving back to the office, odds are that at least some of that time is going to be in a home office. And everybody was scrambling to get this sort of audiovisual gear during the pandemic, and there was all in short supply. Much easier to get this kind of equipment now. Kensington Computer Products is making it even easier They've got a whole package of new products that they've come out with, including a new webcam that gives you high-def video, and it's uh, got a, a fixed focus on it, so you don't have to worry about it sort of trying to autofocus on you while you're moving around. It will move and adjust and stay focused on you. You pair that up with the bicolor ring light that is available from Kensington so that you look good on screen, um, having a nice... Uh, general low-level light is something that's really important, uh, especially when you're being picked up by a camera with high-definition resolution on it. And the bicolor ring light has another feature, which it's all LED, so you can actually change the color temperature of the light. So if you want to have it nice and blue and crisp, you can, or you can go to a more warm yellow light if that's something that works better for you. You put those two things together on a boom arm that is available from Kensington, which anchors to your desk or your table, and you can put the whole thing together. So you've got the boom arm, and you've got the ring light attached to the boom arm, and then the webcam sits in a mount inside the ring light, and you've got a full-on professional 
video system right there plugged into your computer. Kensington will take it even one step further because they have a headset switch that you can get so that if you want to use the same set of headphones for your phone or for your computer or for your tablet, you can just tap a button on the headset switch and use the same headset for all different sources. And those sources can be USB-C, USB-A, 3.5 millimeter, or even Bluetooth. So Mm. Kensington is going to make it really easy for you to do all those tedious meetings in your home office. Yeah, and that's really cool, too. That might even just be for the recreational conversation people, too. They might appreciate a good quality headset when you're on that Zoom call with the people that you can't go travel to see yet. This is good stuff. Blaine Kylo, solocore.com. Thank you for being here, brother, for the technological world. Of course, Simon. We'll see you next week.